0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology live right here on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network
1: on Blog
0: Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Peace, welcome back We are back Yes, we took a week off We had our spring break Here at Mama Dada Astrology But we are back live With your week ahead With Mama Dada Astrology Right here on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network um, I should check that I can be heard I will continue to assume that I can and um, Until I check it uh, One thing about Last, uh, two weeks ago's show I was listening, y'all know I listen to the show myself because I like to keep those fresh insights and so um, I did hear that the the um, sound quality was pretty bad um, for the last show and so I am having to hold uh, my microphone this time instead of using the attachment so hopefully there's less in and out going on that I heard a lot of last week. I apologize for that, you guys. I'm making myself uncomfortable holding the mic this time just to make sure that you that I can be heard. I'll be holding the mic for two hours. Never done that before, but there's really no point in getting on here if, if I what I'm saying is not being relayed clearly. I missed you guys. Aww. <laughs> of course, I talk to my um, my mama's babies that um, consult with me weekly, but. I definitely miss being on here, and so as you can hear, I sound a lot better. I'm not coughing up a lung anymore, <laughs> and... Um, All that's going good Um, Jeez, eclipse season 2015 2016 Um, I said 15 because You know, this set of eclipses That we just experienced here in March Wrapped up If you've been listening to this show You already know this But I'm just kind of recapping some things To jump into the show with today Um, But yeah We've been wrapping up Eclipsing out of um, things that began about six months ago, even on the extreme end, up to a year ago, and considering it was the last full moon in Libra in a set, a series of three um, over the past three years, we we're we were wrapping that up as well. So, I, I was listening to the the last show that we did do two two weeks ago, and I gave some horoscopes on the full moon for every sign. And even just listening to that again, I was able to see clearly and truly how uh, specific and targeted the area of our lives that um, I shared with each sign was being wrapped up has indeed, you know, the loose ends have been tied up, anything that needed to be dealt with, has been dealt with, anything that needed to be eclipsed out of our lives is gone bye-bye. I don't care if it's an old way of thinking. I don't care if it's a, a person that, I mean, people don't really go anywhere. If you've lived long enough, you know that. But these old ways of relating and being with other people, being with yourself, gone you know, just life so different than it was even three weeks ago. Um, and hopefully, over the course of the next six months, we can really begin to all settle in to the newness of this, net, this um, next six months to a year. Yes, we closed out a few cycles, but we also, with the new moon, solar eclipse, in Pisces um, earlier in March, uh, we began a new cycle of six months to a year. And so, these the this Piscean theme, Neptunian twelve house themes, um, not necessarily being able to pin things down and having to rely more on our spirituality, having to rely more on our imagination, having to rely more on our ability to be peaceful, meditate, relax, rest, drink water, immerse ourselves in water, all these different themes and things that to many may still seem foreign, but with the sun now being in Aries and a sense of freshness and newness just springing forth, pun definitely intended, In our lives, it's just been a true experience (laughs) It's been a true experience And hopefully we are all starting to If we haven't already been able to see The true blissing in things wrapping up And things closing out And things coming to an end. Um, I did recently experience a death in the family. A relative of mine passed on. And so that is another manifestation of of, of things being eclipsed out um, of our our lives. And so I shade to his precious spirit, Um, by the way, don't want to get too much further into the show without recognizing, honoring, revering, esteeming. Our divine, righteous ancestors are shaved for, for without whom we would not be here. And give much thanks to Brother Ampu for allowing us to come back yet another week and do it again. We appreciate you, Brother Ampu. Give thanks. Give thanks to you and the entire MAC team that just just shines so bright. I love us all. And the listeners, thank you so much. Um, the support has been overwhelming the love shown my mama's babies i i tend not to toot my own horn <laughs> and i've gotten a lot of feedback from you guys just consistently um even the week i was out um just the love and support shown for uh you guys recognizing the work that i do and the time and the effort and the energy that i put in freely to make sure that you guys have up-to-date information ahead of time and that my mama's babies, um, the the weekly transit reports, jam-packed full of information. I just appreciate you guys appreciating me because it just makes it all worth it, so... With that being said, uh, we didn't get into, we we weren't here last week, and so a couple of things that's been going on this week that you may have been experiencing that I didn't get to give you a heads up on last week since we were out, uh, the disseminating moon in Scorpio on Sunday. Um, That just means that as of Sunday, it was kind of time to show off, you know, what what you've learned, what we've learned so far within this moon cycle. And so uh, whatever you've accomplished, whatever you, uh, you know, manifested, uh, that you were able to manifest by the time of the full moon in Libra here of uh, last week, that uh, it was just time to shine and show off. So uh, the moon, uh, I believe it's still in Sagittarius. Uh, the the third quarter moon is in Capricorn on tomorrow. That's going to be significant. Like you know, uh, these quarter moons. I've mentioned them before. They're the, the the ninety degree angle of the sun and the moon. You're, we're turning a corner. Um, things that uh, we're really. Gearing up for this new moon here in April, April the 7th, which is what we're going to discuss today on the show. I'll give you guys a heads up of what to look out for for each sign as to where these new energies that you want to initiate things in your life for the next two weeks or six months are going to come in to play for you. But this third quarter moon in Capricorn Is going to be real interesting tomorrow Or it already is If the energies have already started impacting you Of this sun being in Aries And us ready to pop off And start something new And, you know, we've had enough of all this Piscean energy and the endings You know, we're ready to get this party started Um, And then it's squaring the moon in Capricorn Which is really kind of not necessarily putting the brakes on things, but Capricorn is a really serious energy. It makes us, we'll be emotionally satisfied while the moon is in Capricorn to take care of business, to be responsible, to look at things from a more mature perspective. And so... um that's also going to provide some much-needed stability. A lot of times we get the, this burst of Aries-like energy, this Mars energy. Um, Mars is about to go retrograde here in another couple of weeks, and so a lot of us are taking that very seriously, and we are not playing around with the, the initiating actions and passions and drives in the direction that we want our lives to go, because I guarantee you when Mars is retrograde, it's going to, Once again, not that you can't do anything when Mars is retrograde. It's just going to, the energy is not going to be in your favor to just get things off the ground easily. It's going to be more challenging. Mars doesn't go retrograde that often, like all these other planets kind of are on this regular schedule. Saturn goes retrograde every year, you know, and Mars, it just, you you don't know. (laughs) It's been a few years since Mars went retrograde, a couple of years. And so um, It's just going to be more challenging Our drives, our actions Our uh, sexually Initiating things sexually You know um, So that's tomorrow may already kind of be feeling that That energy is going to be around for a few days Before the um, New moon here on the 7th And We've got this week a lot of Mercury energy going on So we're especially with, with mercury being in aries like we're doing a lot of thinking mercury rules the mind and communications and travel and so we're um aries is this really initiatory energy so these new thoughts and you know new modes of moving around and 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 rationalizing and thinking um inspiring us towards new things um it's being as of yesterday with the trying to Saturn. There's a stable, a more stabilizing energy coming to it, and then with the square to Pluto today, powerful transformations challenging it. And these transits don't affect us just the one day they're happening on, but this the whole kind of this whole week Mercury is just setting the stage, you know, in Aries. Um, and then next week, as you, you'll you be able to hear in the week ahead, is going to be a lot of sun energy. So as of this week, where we're thinking about stuff, we're making plans, we're rationalizing, we're talking about it, we're communicating. Next week, we are going to want to express ourselves. That's the sun. We're going to want to just do it. You know, we're just going to want to. Um, Just move around in that energy That this week we were more thinking And planning about, okay Preparing for And so um, with the conjunction On Thursday as well this week To Uranus, that may just Speed some stuff up for us Now I didn't get to um, give y'all A heads up last week since we were out About the sun trine moon I always tell y'all when it's a sun trine moon Or a sun sextile moon It's a really good time as long as it's not The moon is not void to initiate a new project, to start something new. People think that you do that around the new moon will know. Um, It's more, astrologically speaking, opportune to initiate things around these sun trine moons and sun sextile moons. So I didn't get to hit you all to the one that happened on Monday, the 28th, but there is a sun sextile moon this Saturday, the 2nd. So as long as the moon's not void, it's a really good day to initiate a good conversation you've been wanting to have. Initiate a new project, maybe around the house or in your personal business with your children. So just a heads up. That's Saturday the 2nd. And so with that, we're pretty caught up for this week. And we can jump into the week ahead. So let us get started. We actually start the week off, the moon's in Aquarius, okay? And it doesn't, the moon doesn't go void in the week ahead, Sunday, April the 3rd through Saturday, April the 9th, um, Sunday as of uh, midnight, Sunday morning, Sunday rising, the moon's in Aquarius, okay? So, It's that fresh kind of breakthrough energy, really inventive and original, Um, and that's pretty much all day Sunday. The moon doesn't go void until 6.16 p.m. Central Standard Time. So this Sunday night coming up, um, just chill out, you know, like um, don't initiate anything new for sure that you want to. That you want something to come of it That's the thing with the void moon If you initiate things If you if you have an interview in a void moon You probably won't be having an interview Sunday night I get that But um, if you um, are meeting someone new You know And set, scheduling a first date With somebody Don't do it for this Sunday night You know If anything move it up to a Sunday You know have a, maybe a brunch date Or something um, but it's more void moons are more good for finishing up things that you've already started, um, being social with people you have established relationships with instead of brand new. And then uh, a Sunday night, our, all of our rest should be more peaceful and satisfying in a void moon. Sleep should be better, okay? So then we roll on into Monday. Monday as of 12.45 a.m. Central Standard Time, the moon enters Pisces. We are not done with Pisces energy, at least as far as the moon is concerned. Um, The moon entering Pisces means that we are wrapping up a moon cycle, like we just wrapped up a solar cycle when Pisces season ended and Aries season started. This coming Monday, April the 4th, early rising, The moon enters its final sign in the zodiac cycle And so all of our moods are going to reflect a more meditative um, tone Um, We're going to all feel emotionally satisfied to wrap things up Um, You know, if you're still dealing with this eclipse energy In a way that you're really just not trying to let things, things go You just really want to still hold on to some stuff Next Monday, you're going to have this, you know, last kind of ditch effort until the moon is in Pisces again a month from then, but um, a last ditch kind of energy supporting us all to simply be to simply allow, to simply surrender, okay? Pisces is a mutable sign, and so anytime the moon is in a mutable sign, it's really conducive and um, supportive of change, and it's really um, beneficial when you need to change something. You can change it easier, when the moon is in a mutable sign because our moods when they when the moon is in a mutable sign is more easily shifted okay and so yeah we're going to be really emotionally satisfied also towards art dance film you know any kind of arts um theater um Uh, um, Definitely subconscious uh, Pisces rules the 12th house Of the subconscious And so symbols And images And music And shapes And colors And sounds It's just the perfect moon For our imagination To kind of Be nourished and satisfied It's um, if we have some type Of creative focus This is a good moon for musicians Or a good moon You know if you write music Or write poetry Or create um, um, What I do is considered Healing arts And so if you're in the healing arts um, It's a great time For that as well Um, Now on the more mundane Level (laughs) If you, you know, click off and check out in front of the TV watching a movie or something or even go to the movie, those are all um, conducive activities to do under a Pisces moon. Additionally, if you need to forgive somebody, like I was saying, let go and surrender and accept and just be. The 12th house, Pisces, is also an area of space with the moon being there. We will be emotionally satisfied to just let it go and forgive. Where there was once resentment under a Pisces moon, we can more easily replace it with true forgiveness, okay? Um, We just, you know, Pisces is that area where the boundary, there are no boundaries, okay? And so these boundaries and walls that were once set up to To falsely give us the impression That we were protecting ourselves From something, they just dissolve And so we we feel more vulnerable And we we can feel The plight and the pain And be more sensitive to others And that in turn makes us A little bit more able And ready and willing to forgive Okay Um So listening, it's also conducive for listening, just listening. Uh, I'd say before, Pisces, Neptune 12th house is associated with water. Um, If you want to take a long soak in the tub, um, uh, it'll be, the moon will be in Pisces for a couple of days, but yeah, as of Monday, Tuesday, taking a long soak in the tub is going to emotionally satisfy us being near the ocean or other um, body of water, like a river or lake in your area. Um, meditating is going to really You just never know what you'll get Meditating under a Pisces moon So that's going to be beneficial And if you're not familiar with meditation Don't normally practice it Just know That it is one of the Most amazing things you can do Even overtaking a pill Which is also ruled by Neptune and Pisces By the way, drugs, pharmaceuticals Alcohol all ruled under Pisces. Um, I would never get on here and say that uh, it's a good thing to do under a Pisces moon, but it is uh, of that energy and people who do tend towards those types of activities anyway, probably even more so um, at the beginning of next week um but yeah being being alone um by yourself meditating and and what it what that allows you to do is is kind of i call it blackout or blank out or white out and just clear out um and zero out kind of um the muck and the mire and all the things see by the time we get to pisces we've gone through all the signs and so pisces is this area of space that has gone through everything else, and so you've built up such the muck and the mire that you you need a good meditation, a good water, a soak, a cleansing, you know. And so that's why this is the house and the area of space that rules spirituality, deep transcendent spirituality, and so and it also rules, uh, you know, being really selfless in this area. So in the beginning of next week, um, if you feel so inclined to to, to Um, Perform a random act of kindness By all means That would definitely Emotionally satisfy us Actually it doesn't stay in Pisces That long it looks like just After Monday Early Monday rising 1245 a.m. When it goes into Pisces well Just a a Little later in the rising On Tuesday the very next day um, The moon goes Void and it goes void for twenty hours, okay, so yeah, that's um, let me see, twenty hours, yeah, so almost the full day, so pretty much all day Tuesday, if you have a an interview scheduled for Tuesday, if you can, and if they wouldn't mind. Push it out, let me tell you when the moon Goes into the next sign so you'll Know how far to push it out That'll be some good info The moon starts A new cycle entering Aries On Wednesday early Rising so yeah just even one Day Um, it it enters Aries at 146 a.m. Central Standard Time on Wednesday April The 6th enters Aries Okay so while the Moon is void Let me hip you to what will be going on Excuse me Um, Tuesday, April the 5th 11.09 a.m. Just uh, about six hours after the moon goes void The sun trines Aries Okay, the sun that's in Aries Trines Saturn that's in Sag Now I mentioned last um time when I was talking about the sun entering Aries how all the other fire signs Leo and Sagittarius um not it's not that it's their time to shine too it's Aries season it's Aries time to shine it's just that there's a 120 degree separation called a trine from Aries to Leo and from Aries to Sag, and so they get easiest, the easiest access to the sun being in Aries energy, okay? So all the Leos and Sagittarius is, are also over the course of this next 30-day um, period of sun being in Aries are energized, you know, to to achieve for um, Leo they're they're energized to expand and go on grand adventures and to enjoy themselves, have fun, be and be humorous. And for Sagittarius it's all about enjoying yourself, enjoying your loved ones, having fun, and you know, being romantic and playing with children and playing games, okay? And so this is a particular alignment at eleven oh nine AM Central Standard Time on Tuesday rising is um bringing the the Saturn that just went retrograde, and I gave y'all in the last show the horoscopes for that as well. I've been hooking y'all up so each sign should know just how and just where Saturn going retrograde in Sagittarius is affecting you. It's all in the um archive, so feel free to go back and listen, but when the sun is shining Saturn. It's all about achievement, okay? The sun is shining a spotlight, right? And Saturn is all about our life direction and our goals and what we're establishing and how we're stabilizing um, things in ourselves. So, sun trying Saturn next Tuesday and leading up to that, you know, you can expect to see that energy start to play out. Achievement, okay? Recognition for previous effort. Now, I told y'all Saturn represents that karma. Karma don't always have to be bad. If you have initiated some effort in areas that you deserve to be recognized for and you deserve to have some achievement in these areas, well, Sun, Trine, Saturn is just the astrological alignment that is ripe for Balancing those scales, it's time to pay the piper in the highest and best ways, okay, if you put in the work. So we'll be all uh, around this time um uh, next week, focused on achieving our long term goals we're We're gonna be very well balanced, okay. Saturn brings the responsibility and the maturity. And the seriousness So we'll, we'll be really well balanced um, With the sun and Aries ready to pop off And jump off Just kind of like um, The um, third quarter moon I was talking about tomorrow Where the sun is square, The sun and Aries is squaring The moon and Capricorn Well, Saturn rules Capricorn So it's that same kind of energy We're getting a repeat of this energy Where Okay, Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. For all intents and purposes, it's the baby of the Zodiac. It's the most immature sign of the Zodiac because it's so young. It's just ready to go. It's just ready to pop off and start something. No not necessarily, but no real clear direction. Don't know, you know, haven't really thought about what the end's gonna be, just ready to go. Okay, and so the Capricorns, uh, the moon in Capricorn square tomorrow and this trying to Saturn, which rules Capricorn next week, are both kind of, you know, reemphasizing this theme of, okay, we know we're in Aries and we're ready to go, but we also bring in this Capricornian Saturnian influence just to balance it out, okay, just to get um, Saturn and Capricorn bring some much-needed boundaries when we need them, okay? And it also brings that lasting and enduring effect. Things last longer when they're built on something solid, something mature, okay? Um, With the sun shining, Saturn, it'll be easier to reach our goals because there will be mutual respect, okay, and there will be understanding. Uh, Relationships with men and superiors Are going to be serious and practical But beneficial, okay? Relationships with men and superiors Or authority figures in your life May be serious around this time next week And practical, you know The Capricorn Saturnian energy Is not Jupiter, it's not Venus It's not this Leo fun stuff It's more realistic and practical, but it's also beneficial, okay? Uh, We may receive really valuable guidance coming from the elders in our lives and leaders and authority figures in our lives, so be on the lookout for that. That may be how this sun-trying Saturn energy plays out. I also want you to think of this, every aspect I'm about to tell you about in the week ahead it is going to be directly related to the new moon. The new This is the same sun that's trining Saturn next Tuesday rising that's going to be right there conjunct the moon at the new moon in Aries just two days after. The, the, the aspect I'm telling you about, sunshine Saturn, is on Tuesday, April the 5th, the new moon is just two days later on the 7th. So these are themes that are, since they're closely related in time to the new moon, they're going to be closely related in effect and energy to that new moon. It's the same sun and Aries we're talking about here. So this is all related. This is going to color the theme of the new moon, which colors the next two weeks after the new moon till we get to the full moon. And it on, on the short-term and on the long-term, it colors the next six months for longer-term goals and initiatives uh, when we get to the full moon in Aries six months from now, okay? So this is not just these fly-by-night energies. These are things to keep in mind and think about in a larger context than just, like I said, a transit or an aspect happening on a particular day. That is just when it goes exact, Okay. And so, with Sun tron Saturn, we're also going to all be feeling a sense of satisfaction, contentment, higher self-esteem. We're going to be really able to take on more responsibility without the added stress. Okay, and we could also find ourselves being promoted on a like, once again, it's the karma, it's time, it's time for achievement and recognition. And so that's going to be a theme that lingers here, Um, once again, on the short term for a couple of weeks, on the longer term for uh, about six months. Um, Since uh, elders, leaders, um, superiors are all being highlighted, uh, if you are in that position, it's a really good time to pass on your knowledge to the younger generation, okay? Okay. you may be looked up to or looked upon for your wisdom or expertise in a certain profession, okay? And so um, on, on a more mundane level, if, if, if none of these themes are kind of pick, you know, ringing a bell with your particular situation, on a really much more mundane level, the sun trining Saturn is going to give us all access to more patience, okay, and attention to detail. So if there's any, you know, routine things that need to be done around the house, routine things that need to be done around the office, um, any routine things that need to be done as it relates to your children, it's just time for certain things. It's karma, like it's time to do a certain thing. Then it's a really good energy for that. Now, if you were born just like the sun is going to be trining Saturn next Tuesday, for whoever's born next Tuesday or close to it, give or take a few days and has this influence in their chart, um, these people tend to be more serious, okay? Um, the sun is the self-expression, what we will really and won't do. Saturn's a really serious, mature, responsible energy. So these people tend to be more reserved, Um they really have an ability to achieve. Record. Naturally, they have an ability to achieve recognition due to this, this good work ethic that they manifested here with, you know, incarnated here with. And so, there's methodical. There's a, a, they're methodical planners, and they're real disciplined. They're self. They tend to be self-disciplined. These people born under this influence, and um, they tend to get assistance from those in authority and especially assistance from their father, specifically when they're young. The sun in astrology tends to uh, represent the father it can, and then there's a a paternal influence on Saturn as well. And so um, now one thing about it is the trine, so it's the easiest flow of energy. So sometimes people born under this influence, the the benefits of this uh, aspect can come too easily, okay? And then that results in a, you got this person who doesn't even really appreciate um, what it means to even have good work ethic and, and because it comes so naturally. them, They don't think about it. That's not a conscious thing they're doing. They just happen to be really good at it. So I, I really enjoy astrology for that reason because it kind of shines a light on that and, and it highlights even some people I know in my life that you know you can see how that kind of energy can play out where you just kinda of take for granted that you have a natural gift, skill, talent, ability or a tendency. Um, some celebrities that were born with Sunshine, Saturn in their natal chart it, I've, I only found two of them that I wanted to highlight. It's so funny how contrasting they are, but the first one was Chris Brown. He has sunshine, Saturn in his chart. Um, if When I thought about it, you know, that that is kind of one of the things that uh, he's been noted to have, you know, kind of serious work ethic when it comes to his work specifically. Like, you, we really haven't heard of Chris Brown, like, not showing up for stuff and, you know, not being ready for a show. Um, yeah, and the other person that has Sun, Tron, Saturn in their natal chart was Jim Jones, the cult leader. And so, yeah, you, you can see how somebody like him had easy access to this air of authority, you know, where people just blindly followed him, you know, in a very disciplined and serious way, methodical. This guy was definitely a methodical planner, you know, to get people to another country, to get people to drink Kool-Aid, you know, to ward off government officials from even fooling with him in so many ways. And so it's, yeah, you, you you get to that, once again, with all these energies, there's the high end of it or the high aspect of it, the high energy of it, and then there's this low base, degenerate, devolving, you know, manifestation of the energy. So there's some people, I got horoscopes for y'all on this one, and I won't linger because I, I really want to jump into the new moon, Um But specifically for my Aries, Deacon 2, those born March 31st to April 9th, now the sun is in your Deacon. I want you to keep this in mind, not just for Sun and Saturn, but when I talk about the new moon here in a minute, Aries, Deacon 2 especially, but all Aries. I want you to remember that the sun is in your sign, not like you forgot. We know it's your time to shine, and you ain't forgot it's Aries season, but the sun is in your deacon, specifically deacon 2, and you're going to find it easier to express your identity, be yourself, okay? Now, Saturn is trining your deacon, okay, this whole year, and is bringing that more stability and security that you've been experiencing and feeling okay. That's Saturn doing that. And although um, Saturn doesn't particularly, like I said, it's not Jupiter or Venus, so it's not really bringing this excitement or thrilling phase to your life, it's still a very important influence on you, Aries, because it's allowing you to work really hard on building safe and secure lasting foundations for years to come. Deacon 2, Sag, and all my Sages, but especially Deacon 2, those born December 2nd to 11th, you've got the sun trining your deacon. We, you flipped it on Aries. You've got the sun trining. The sun's in Aries, but the sun's trining Sag. And so that's really bringing harmonious relationships for you because of an inner feeling of calm and balance, okay? And you're dealing with Saturn, from the um, position the Aries Is dealing with the sun in, Saturn is In your sign, Sag Okay, for the entire year And it indicates seriousness And hard work And the results can range From loss and sadness To achievement and recognition So all my Saggies I want you all to keep that in mind Especially with this kind of I told you all about a family member of mine Transitioning and You know, uh, any loss or sadness you've been experiencing, the things being eclipsed out, these cycles that have been closing out, Pisces season that we just wrapped up, um, and even, like I said, on the extended end here next week with the moon in Pisces and that that kind of wrap-up energy. I want you, and I said it in the shows before, I want you to think of anything ending, as an opportunity for something new to begin, okay, as an opportunity for achievement and recognition. For my Deacon two Libras, those born August 3rd to 12th, but all of my, I think I said Libras, but I meant Leo, the other fire sign. Saturn is also trining your Deacon, okay, this entire year, Leo, and that's bringing more the stability and the security as well, Um and it's bringing, it's giving you safety, security, and lasting foundations also. Deacon 2 Libras, born October 3rd to 12th, you're dealing with the sun opposition, okay? I wish I had a little sound to go off like a firing because I want you to pay attention, pay attention when it comes to these oppositional energies. It can be a difficult time, okay, Libras? Because your ego and your will may get in the way of achieving what you want. If you're opposed by an energy of whatever kind, be it through somebody or in yourself, um, then I want you to just think of not getting in your own way. You can balance it out. It does not have to be a tug of war. You may, dear Libras, feel like banging your head against a brick wall because other people just don't make things easy for you. It's an oppositional energy. You may have to tone down your self-assertion. That's where the, your will and your ego get checked. You check it yourself. Not, it's never really about another person opposing you. It's about you checking yourself. So you may have to tone down your self assertion, my dear Libras, and think about what you really are trying to achieve and if the option and, and and if and whatever you end up doing if it's the best option for you, okay? Um Saturn is sextiling you guys Libra for the entire year. So that's pretty good. Um it basically replaces the Uranus instability with greater stability and security. It encourages steady progress toward your long term goals, okay, Libra? That's awesome. And you will find yourself taking a more responsible attitude to all your affairs, from work to partners and your family. More responsible, beautiful. There are some challenges to face this month, okay, Libra? But um, in, in, in through all of the difficult transits, um, you have some really positive aspects to Saturn. That give you the patience and determination to succeed I only got a couple of more because I just didn't have horoscopes It didn't really pertain to every single body Um, Deacon 2, Geminis um, those, Those born June 1st to 10th But all my Geminis, listen up The sun is sextiling your deacon and it's giving you power of personal expression, and I hope even all my even the rising signs of these signs Gemini rising Gemini sun um, you you're being given power of personal expression, which helps in self promotion and achievement of goals, okay this is an excellent time, Gemini, to make real progress with the things in life that mean a lot to you work. Relationships and long-term goals Keep all these things I'm telling you all about The sun and the aspects that it's making To your sign in mind This is playing out here In this new moon as well And that extends the influence if it wasn't a new moon around the time of the sun trining Saturn, it would just be a few days maybe on the front end and a few days on the back end. When you tie it together with a new moon, you got to extend that at least two weeks on the short term and six months on the long term. So that's wonderful, Gemini, if you're dealing with the sun sextile. Now, with that being said, Gemini's, you are dealing with the Saturn opposition, and so this entire year you're dealing with Saturn in your seventh house and um, and and a sense of heaviness or pessimism, um, and and that being the source. Saturn is very serious, and it makes you grow up. <laughs> okay, Deacon Two Aquarius is those born January thirtieth to February the eighth, but. All of my Aquariuses You also are dealing with the sun sextile That's wonderful um, That should be energizing You know you And, and making giving you access to More creativity um, uh, But also the Saturn sextile Is what you're dealing with Okay so change And success are still Coming your way Aquarius but it will be coming due to the hard work and persistence that Saturn and your deacon is inspiring in you, okay? I did not pull up my information on Venus, his Aries. I'm just going to take that as a sign from the divine because I want to get to the new moon information. Anyway, I do see you guys holding on the line with your hands up and I'm about to get to you. Um, since I didn't have the information to give you on Venus entering Aries, I'll just go with what already I, I already know about Venus entering Aries and give you all some quick horoscopes and I'll pick up the line. I see you from the 229. Um, Tuesday, April the 5th, shortly after the sun shines Saturn, 11.50 a.m. Central Standard Time, Venus enters Aries. Venus has been in Pisces, y'all. It's... it's uh, Venus is exalted in, it's either Taurus or Libra, I, it, I want to say it's exalted in Pisces, but it's, t- Venus rules Taurus and Libra, and um, the Piscean energy is a really natural kind of place for Venus to be, because, you know, Venus is the love and the money, and then here's Pisces, is kind of, that's ruled by Neptune, and that's, like even more so, it's unconditional love, you know, boundaryless love, as opposed to this more a lesser, so to speak, Venus kind of love. So Venus and Pisces that we're in right now, um, it, it's 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 an energy where it's easy to get taken advantage of on the low end, you know, manipulated. Somebody take your kindness for weakness. But, on the high end it's really it's it's a lot easier to transcend and forgive and enjoy you know um love and money on that end. I could see like loans being forgiven while the Venus is in Pisces, you know, and um uh more harmonious uh relating. Potentially, but when Venus enters Aries here next week, it's really going to be out of pocket. <laughs> like I just told you, Venus rules Taurus and Libra, and Libra's the very opposite of Aries. So where Libra is more like you know other people and compromising and diplomacy and you know um, really relating with others, Aries itself, it's me, it's I. And you've got Venus, the planet planet of love in the area ruled by self and I and me. <laughs> and so um, it's, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, clearly, if you're an Aries, Venus is going to be like harmonizing and beautifying and softening you like all of the Aries. Y'all, I know y'all already been feeling y'all feels since it's been Aries season. But, you know, there's going to be an added sense of beauty and harmony and peacefulness and softening influence on you um, when Venus enters Aries. Um, Since it is about Aries is about self and me. For all of us while Venus is in Aries, it'll be a really good time to love on ourselves, to spend money on our love and the money and what we value and appreciate. It'll be a good energy to appreciate, do something, something while Venus is in Aries that, 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 is appreciative of your own self And indicative of of how we want to be loved And appreciated by others By how we show the universe That we are sowing the seeds To love and appreciate ourselves So I hope we all take advantage of that Some celebrities that were born With Venus and Aries And probably <laughs> display, you know Love of self pretty well Rihanna Mariah Carey, um, Morgan Freeman, and Queen Latifah, all four of them have Venus and Aries in the 12th house. So that adds this Piscean kind of imaginative, expressive, artistic influence to it. So I think that's beautiful. Um, Pharrell Williams has Venus and Aries on the first house, in the first house. Bob Marley, Ashe, he's got it in the fourth. Janet Jackson has it in the fifth house Um, Stevie Wonder has it in the sixth house And um, Bobby Brown along with Rosa Parks Has it in the second Uh, Floyd Mayweather I guess um, the website I was on Doesn't have his exact time of birth So I don't know what house it's in But he also was born with Venus and Aries So for my Aries With Venus entering your sign here next week on April 5th, Tuesday rising, 1150 a.m., it's really going to initiate for you a time where you can be more charming. Like I said, it's going to soften you and beautify you and, you know, make you more alluring and attractive, okay, Aries? And so people are going to (coughs) seem more drawn to you than usual, You can take more pleasure in getting attention and being in the spotlight. And you can be easier to get along with, more pleasant and compromising. And you can try to focus on the good around you and how you can make things better, which you will need this month. Cancer, you can enjoy while Venus is in Aries, focusing on your goals, okay? You could be feeling more ambitious. And make good impressions on the right people You can take more time to get working But work harder and make more progress once you do, okay? In love, you can be more distant emotionally But handle the responsibilities you have in your relationships better Okay, Cancer, it's 10th house Tenth House is ruled by Saturn and Capricorn. We've been talking about that already on the show so far, how serious and responsible and mature it is. So it's kind of a drier expression, especially when you're talking about Venus, which is all love and money and appreciation. Um you're just Cancer, you're just going to be expressing all that in a very responsible, kind of ambitious, hardworking way. You will be more appreciated over the course of the time of Venus being in Aries, more for being responsible, okay, and making progress. Libra, Venus, your ruler. It's making moves, Libra. Your ruler's making moves, so watch out. (laughs) And it's affecting you in your seventh house of relationships, okay? So you're definitely, while Venus and Aries, you're going to enjoy the time you spend with others, other people, seventh house. Um, You're going to enjoy that more. You're going to want the company, and you're going to be feeling better with a partner, In love, you can give more time and attention to others. And if you are in a relationship, you can support your partner in anything they do. If you're single, Libra, you want someone who treats you with respect and is commitment-minded. You can benefit from being balanced and making compromises. Libra, this is happening in the Libra house, so uh, Venus and Aries should feel pretty comfortable to you, if anything It should amp up and ramp up your natural tendencies and energies. Um, Capricorn, you uh, are experiencing Venus going through Aries in your fourth house, and you can enjoy the time you spend at home or in places most familiar to you or with family or the people you view as family. You can benefit from traditional methods. And prefer to go with what you know best Fourth house is all about comfort And what makes you comfortable and feel at home Okay, Capricorn In love, an emotional connection can be most important to you And if in a relationship, you can work on that If single, you want someone who will support you emotionally Leo, you're experiencing Venus and Aries through your ninth house You can enjoy ex- Expanding, Leo, expanding your life in new ways, having new experiences, exploring the world. You may want more freedom to roam and do your own thing in your own time and in your own way. Oh, Leo, that sounds so much like y'all anyway. <laughs> in love, you may want more space, but can also be more passionate. If single. So, I mean, you know, when you hear stuff like that, Leo, that, that, that should help. You're not crazy You want space But you're also feeling passionate At the same time And so That can help you Maybe help the people around you Understand what you're going to be going through For the next period of time About 30 days While Venus is in Aries Okay Um, If you're single You may want the passion And a friendship But just without the strings Right now Okay And if you're in a relationship, you can be more adventurous. Sag, Sagittarius, you, while Venus and Aries, can take more pleasure in doing the things you enjoy most in life and spend more time on your hobbies. You can be more creative and inspired and want to share the love you feel. In love, you can be more romantic and affectionate. And if in a relationship you can work on Reigniting the sparks If you're a single Sagittarius You can attract more people to you But may want to play the field a little bit Okay That's just the mood you guys It's it's a passing transit After Venus is in Aries It'll be in Taurus And then that's a fixed energy It's ruled by Venus also Um But we'll feel more wanting to be stable and fixed So enjoy it while it lasts Pisces, speaking of Taurus Pisces, Venus and Aries is going through your second house Your Taurus ruled house And so it's all about the money and the values So you can enjoy splurging on yourself, Pisces Indulging, being sensual and keeping things calm You can be more grounded and stable and take your time in love. If single, you can go for someone who seems stable and secure and who will spoil you. If you're in a relationship, Pisces, you can work on strengthening the physical passion with your partner. Second house it's all about the sensuality, massages, aromatherapy, candles, good food, okay? Aquarius While Venus is in Aries You can enjoy focusing on projects And ventures that stimulate your mind That's right up y'all's alley anyway Aquarius You can connect with others through your mind And in love You want mental stimulation Before anything else If you're in a relationship Aquarius You can work on having more Open lines of communication With your partner That's going to be You know, easier for you And you can help your partner along in those ways Since it'll be easier for you If you're single Aquarius You want someone you can talk with about everything At least while Venus is in Aries Scorpio, you are experiencing Venus in Aries Through your sixth house Your Virgo house Your work and health house, okay? So, my Scorpios, you can enjoy the time you spend working, getting things done, being productive and efficient with your time. You may take time to get working on the tasks and chores you need to tackle, but once you do, you can get them all done with pretty great ease, okay? You can be more creative in your work, and you want to do work that you enjoy. Now, as it comes to love, Scorpio. While Venus and Aries, you can be more practical. And if in a relationship, you may notice the little things with your partner. Uh, If you are in a relationship, Scorpio, because you're going to have this real Virgo influence on you while Venus is in Aries, let me tell you, watch being a nitpicky person, okay? It, It may just, like it's a temporary thing, but that's why I'm saying watch for it because if you see yourself going there... And your partner is making, you know, acknowledgments or recognizing that you're going there Know that it's just an energy that's come over you while Venus is in Aries And utilize it to be more practical um, and, And notice the little things by way of being more romantic But don't nitpick if you can help it at all, okay, Scorpio If you're a single Scorpio, you may want the other person to make the first move, okay? We're wrapping it up here with Virgo, Gemini, and Taurus. For Virgo, Venus and Aries is going through your eighth house, and it means you can enjoy focusing on serious subjects, getting to the heart of the matter. Eighth house wants to go deep and be real intimate, okay? So for my Virgos, you can find it easier to do research and investigate and enjoy wrapping yourself up in something, going deep into something, a book, a topic, a discussion, If you're in love, Virgo, you can focus on being more intimate. Definitely, that will come easy to you for right now. If you're a single Virgo, you want someone dark and mysterious. And if you're in a relationship, you can strengthen the emotional bond you have quite easily. Okay, Virgo? Gemini's, you are dealing with Venus going into Aries From an 11th house perspective, hopes, wishes, and dreams. So for my Gemini's, you can definitely enjoy spending time with friends, in the groups you belong to, or meeting new people. You can be more open to doing things in a different way from usual. In love, you can focus on the friendship aspect of it. If single, you may want to be friends first, while if in a relationship, you can focus on making sure the foundation of friendship that you have is strong, nurturing the the friendship of the relationship as a, a way to build an even stronger foundation. I also want to say this, Gemini. Eleventh house is ruled by Aries. Aries is the, that sudden and unexpected, right? So for my single Gemini's out there looking for love in all the in all these places, it could pop up on you out of nowhere while Venus is in Aries. I just thought I'd mention that. And lastly, my Tauruses, but definitely not least. Um, Venus going through Aries is definitely going to be going through your 12th house You can feel more comfortable out of the spotlight in the background Not being bothered by others, likely kind of to yourself Um, You can enjoy your time spent alone And you can be more affectionate behind closed doors And away from prying eyes You can enjoy using your imagination and find it easier to listen to your intuition. Good. Googly moogly. I didn't put information on Mercury entering Taurus either, but I'm going to give y'all a heads up on that right after I check in with the phone line. Yes, my faithful caller from the 229 holding on intently. Um, You're live on the air with Mama Dada. Peace.
0: Hi. Right. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for taking my call.
1: My pleasure. Who am I? Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Uh,
0: this is Melvin calling out of Georgia.
1: Peace, Melvin. Have you ever called into the show before? You just sound familiar.
0: I have, I believe. Yes, ma'am. I
1: okay. Thank you for joining yeah. us again. What would you like to contribute to the show or what question do you have?
0: Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, I, um, I I'm unemployed, but uh, I have an interview tonight at 9 um, mm-hmm. at Walmart, and okay. uh, and, I, and other people are interested. It's another place that a Baptist church needs need someone, and I'm behind on my rent, so my landlord has been patient with me. I don't want to be mm-hmm. a victim, so... Do you see me, uh, and also uh, I did a, uh, I did an interview uh, with a correction officer, and they actually called the, the, the Channel 6 News in, into the classroom and put me on the spot, and I spoke, and I'm all over the country now on TV, television. So, yes, ma'am, and this is a correction officer, but it's in Florida. It's about 30 minutes away from my hometown. And I just want to know, do you see me, like, getting uh, a job in in these areas, also coaching as well? Uh, I spoke with the coach, but the superintendent said no. Hope she changed her mind because I used to coach there. And I'm a Virgo. Yes, ma'am.
1: Okay, wow. Uh, I would love to do an on-air reading for you. It's just that I don't do those Ever <laughs> I, uh, Oh really? What I, no, because I'm really I'm very Spiritual and I am intuitive but I'm very yes, precise ma'am. And political and I like To give exact information Based on calculations that I See in your birth chart By way of transits that are Happening to the birth chart Do you happen to know what time you were born Melvin? Uh,
0: 645 Oh, excuse
1: me, 6.35 p.m. Okay, that's perfect. You're already a step ahead of the game because many people have no clue what time they were born. So that is awesome. What I would yeah. like you to I would love to give you my interpretation and answer your question, give you a review on the questions that you're asking me. Uh, if, are you listening to me online, or did you call in? Oh, you obviously did call uh, in uh, my
0: I've been listen- Yes, ma'am. I've been listening to you online about an hour, re- I believe.
1: Okay. The reason why I asked is because if you see the episode information where it lists information about this show today, uh-huh. um, then you will see there's a link, an active hyperlink that says one-click access to Mama Dada. If you click on that, it literally put, opens up a, a browser for you to send me an email. Now, I've already recorded your phone number, and I'd like to contact wow. you after the show. But if you can send me your birth details in an email, by the time I do call you back, I can have already looked at your chart and have some quality information for you about jobs specifically, you know, and how to kind of... Okay. To that and what energies are surrounding that, and and what's supporting you naturally by way of your birth chart, and how you can uh, maximize the abilities and talents that already come naturally to you. So I would love to talk to you. I just can't give oh. you a reading right. Now. Does that sound okay. like something that you? Can
0: do that oh, I can yes. come. Yeah, okay, please perfect. just give me a call.
1: I really would love to if you would one click email to me and send me your birth details, I can call you back okay. actually with information.
0: Okay. Yes ma'am, that'd be fine. I'll I'll go to you. just click on your link.
1: Yes. One click email. email access is what it says. Additionally, okay. if you hold on the line and listen for just a few minutes longer I've got some really good info for Virgo. Do you happen to know what your rising or ascendant sign is?
0: No, that's interesting. No, ma'am. I didn't know. Okay. I I can give you
1: that information as well because what you'd be able to do is listen to Uh these new, new moon in Aries horoscopes. And that's going to give you information for, on the short term, the next couple of weeks and what you can expect energy-wise, like major energy-wise since it's a new moon. And on the longer term, the next six months. Um, Aries wow. is all about new things. You're wanting a new job. You're wanting to uh, uh, initiate something new in the area of employment. And so it's right. It'll be really good to know that. Um, If you don't get to catch it this time around, clearly you can listen to it in the archives. But, yeah, one-click email access to me. Give me your birth details, and I'll get with you here real soon, okay?
0: Okay. God bless you. Thank you so, so much. Thank
1: you. Good luck. Good luck in your employment indexes. I hope you get something really soon.
0: Okay. Yes, ma'am. And I'll I'll continue to hold while I send you an email.
1: Okay, perfect. Peace, Melvin.
0: Peace. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. So beautiful. Seems like he has such a um, beautiful energy, so you just hope really good things for people like that. That's awesome. As a matter of fact, I'm going to hook you up, Melvin. I just love your spirit and your energy. I'm going to skip right on down. Of these new moon horoscopes and just pick out the Virgo one just for you. How about that? Just because. You just made my little heart smile. Where's my Virgo? Come on, Virgo. I know you're in there. Did Virgo not get a... Yeah, here you go. Uh, eighth house. You're experiencing, oh, over the next two weeks, Melvin, the um, new moon energy, which is, is really going to be ripe for some some stable things. Saturn's a, a big player in this new moon in Aries we got coming up. And so um, stability is, is being highlighted. Let me make sure I'm in the, yeah, new moon in Aries and there's Saturn. Um, and so for Virgo, y'all are experiencing this through the eighth house lens, which just means <laughs> research. Do your research, Melvin. Do your research when it as it pertains to areas that you want to work in, fields that you want to work in. This lady who, you know, didn't approve you to get hired on, maybe you want to do some research and find out, you know, the person that they would wanna hire, what they're specifically looking for, it will benefit you over the next two weeks to six months to do your research in general, okay? You're gonna benefit also, eighth house also denotes a really serious energy, not like Capricorn series that I that I've been talking about with Saturn influence, but more of a of a Scorpio in depth kind of intense. Real serious about what you want to do, what you want to pursue, as you're doing, you know, your research on what your options are and how you can, um, uh, if, how you can be better at what you do. Um, Eighth house is also about transforming. Maybe you need to transform and do something different. Maybe you need to transform, uh, you know, just the way you're coming at your employment search from a perspective of just transforming yourself. Maybe you, like when I think of 8th House, I think of the caterpillar turning into the butterfly. And so maybe there's a transformation that you need to make in order to really speed up this employment process for you. Um, This is for all my Virgos out there. You can have a stronger will and more determination um, with this new moon in Aries so you can stick with whatever you put your mind to. If you're serious about what you're going after and pursuing, if you're serious, you sound really serious um, about becoming employed, and and I know there's a sense of urgency with it when you're saying that, you know, you may be at risk of, 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 um, you know, eviction. But I I want you to be encouraged that being serious about these efforts, being willing to transform and do something different, be something different than you've been before, is all going to work in your favor. Doing research is going to work in your favor. Having a stronger will, you may not get a lot of sleep, (laughs) you know, because you're, doing the research and being so serious and committed to to transforming and being whoever you have to be. Who do you have to be to get the position you want? Who do you have to be in order to convince this woman that you are the right man for the job? Who do you have to be to, you know, even influence your landlord to just believe in you for one more week? Believing you for two more weeks, or 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 who do you have to be? You may have to be a, a, a you may have to transform into you know something you've never really considered before. So I'm I'm just I, I sped it up for you, Melvin, and went ahead and jumped to that horoscope for you because I really want to encourage you to utilize the natural energies that are available to you to pursue your dreams and to reach your goals and to keep your place. Okay. Mama Dada really is hoping and praying that all works out. One click access, email me, and we will take an even deeper look at it through the lens of your personal chart, okay? All right. <clears throat> I really... Did not fill in all my notes this week But that's okay Good thing I know a little something about astrology And can wing it <laughs> Okay, Mercury is entering Taurus Tuesday night Okay, we already have Venus going into uh, Aries Setting off a new astrological cycle for Venus Specifically our love and our money Just spit it's It's perfect Melvin, you are at the perfect place you're supposed to be The love and the money is is uh, initiating a new cycle. So think in terms, be willing to think in terms of doing something new. Be willing to think in terms of getting money in new ways. Hopefully all, you know, up and up, nobody getting hurt, but, you know, in new ways that you may not have explored before because with Venus closing out of Pisces and, and the love and the money wrapping up that cycle, it's beginning a new cycle. You're right where you're supposed to be, Melvin, for something new to begin and initiating your life, and these astrological alignments are, are are showing you and confirming that as well. Mercury is entering Taurus. Um, clearly, Mercury is in Aries right now, and it's it's full speed ahead right now, y'all. It's going gonna, it's gonna to retrograde. We, we're about due for another Mercury retrograde. It's going to retrograde, I believe, at the, near the end of this <laughs> April. But it's full steam ahead Barely just got into Aries And already about to enter Taurus Here next week um, on Tuesday night 6.09 p.m. Central Standard Time And so, um, you know After the Aries energy Is going to slow down considerably It's going to kind of feel Well, except for Taurus Because it'll be in your sign And you're going to feel mentally energized Your mental energy is going to increase Taurus But for, you know, there's going to be a sense of stability and kind of fixedness. It's a fixed sign when Mercury enters Taurus, our mind, the way we communicate, the way we move around is going to be in this really, you know, area of space that likes to kind of linger and, you know, kind of settle in. I just told y'all second house, Taurus is like more sensual and all that stuff. So that's the area of space Mercury is going to be in for a little while. Um, celebrities born with Mercury and Taurus, believe it or not, Kanye West, Naomi Campbell. I thought they were so funny, and I had them first because, you know, Naomi Campbell's on a record for her Mercury, her communication style. She's the one who, you know, threw the cell phone at her maid or something, and we all know how Kanye West's mouth is and <laughs> mind. And so we've got Janet Jackson who has – Janet Jackson has it in her seventh house. So she's, you know, express, we can look at her communication style and kind of see how it is more, comes across as more diplomatic. We I don't think we've really seen Janet Jackson cuss nobody out or kind of flip out on anybody. We're not going to say she don't because it is in her seventh house, so maybe her partners know a lot more about that than we do. Um, Lenny Kravitz got got it in his fourth house. Um, <clears throat> Morgan Freeman in the 12th. Malcolm X. Ashe in the fourth house. Um, notorious V.I.G. I and Stevie Wonder's got it going through his eighth house. So, for once again, my Tauruses, of course, y'all are gonna feel the mental stimulation here over the next little bit while Mercury's in Taurus. Uh, you can come up with more ideas, have more to say and share, and really want to express yourself, Taurus. Okay. Um, Problems may come though when Mercury turns retrograde starting April 28th. So, for a while here, for a good few weeks, um, it should be flowing with Mercury going full steam ahead in the forward direction. Leo? You can focus on your goals while Mercury is in Taurus. Taurus is a money sign, okay? Money, money, money. Um, personal earnings, um, you know, the, your, your natural talent and ability to get money. And your, the 10th house is your goals, your life direction. So you can focus more on your goals, have a more practical outlook, and work on your long-term plans, problems, once again, uh, our potential in this Same area once Mercury turns retrograde I'm going to skip to Virgo I got Melvin On my mind I just you know really Am hoping great things for you Melvin um, <clears throat> uh, Mercury and Taurus for Virgos um, Awesome It's hitting y'all's ninth house of Expansion come on of Adventure and Of um Big ideas So for my Virgos out there Mercury going through Taurus Means you can really come up with some big ideas You can really dream about And potentially experience Some expansion and exploration And really have a more Optimistic attitude And we all know what being optimistic does When you think high thoughts When you think, you know When you walk into that interview, Melvin And you thinking, huh You know, uh, oh, y'all want to hire me because I'm the man for the job. Uh, Y'all want to hire me because I'm having the new moon uh, going through. For me, I'm having a new moon going through my eighth house. And so, you know, I'm I'm real transformative right about now. I could come on the scene and really just transform this whole position, baby. And (laughs) so, I mean, y'all have access to that mental mercury going through a really optimistic, expansive, higher learning, um, adventurous. Be be willing, Melvin, to look at this like an adventure. I mean, I would I would not be able to say this to you <laughs> if I hadn't been experiencing some things myself where, you know, people passing on and getting kicked out of a place and you know, and really getting to see how an optimistic attitude, as difficult as it may be with a, a pink slip on your door or a notice on your door, you know, as, op- as, as difficult as it may be. I can say this one, with 1 million percent authority that your attitude definitely affects your altitude. And the fact that you have Mercury going through that ninth house means you have access to some high energy. You have access to keeping a sense of humor about it all. Okay? And you have access to considering who you may have to transform into. Maybe there's some transformations that you know you need to make. Sometimes especially with the eclipse season that we all just went through, sometimes some stuff gotta get some stuff gotta change up on us to position us to where we're supposed to be. Because a lot of us get stagnant and stale and <laughs> comfortable, and we wouldn't move unless something happened. We wouldn't change up our motion unless something forced us to change it up. So I just want you to think big. Ninth house is the house of thinking big. It's the house of expanding your mind. It's the house of, you know, just thinking higher of of, of other potentials. Okay. Um, Let me skip back up here I skipped down to Virgo just for (laughs) Melvin My Scorpios Y'all are dealing with Mercury going through Taurus um, In your seventh house The sign opposite yours The house of the other So Scorpios, while Mercury's in Taurus You can do your best thinking with a partner You can make compromises more easily And you can focus on being fair and balanced Aquarius, you're dealing with Mercury and Taurus moving through your fourth house, you can focus mentally more on old memories, express what you're feeling more easily, and stay within your mental comfort zone, okay, which is just the opposite of what I'm telling Virgo, okay, so Whereas my Virgos and Melvin, they need to expand. They're gonna they're gonna be more comfortable expanding. They're going to benefit more from mental expansion, mental exploration, mental adventures, considering things mentally, thinking about things in a more expansive way. My Aquariuses, y'all are gonna right staying within your mental comfort zone is right where you need to be. While Mercury's in Taurus, okay. Capricorn. Um, Taurus is another earth sign Just like you So you're getting a real easy flow of energy Just like Virgo My Capricorns and my Virgos While Mercury's in Taurus It's y'all's time Just like when the sun's in Aries And I'm telling Leo and Sag Since they're fire signs Just like Aries That they got easy access to that Look All my Leos and Sagittarius Look around at uh, Aries near you And y'all got access to that Right now So while Mercury is in Taurus, my Capricorns and my Virgos, I want y'all to look around to a Taurus near you. I want you to consider the Taurus energy and know y'all got access to that. So for my Capricorns, you can come up with creative ideas. You can focus on what you enjoy most and have a more playful attitude, more loving attitude. That's fifth house right there. You may find yourself thinking about children. That's fifth house, okay, Capricorn? Pisces, um, you can have a more active mind. You have Mercury going through Taurus, going through a Mercury-ruled house, okay? Third house, that's a Gemini house. And so for my Pisces, you could have a more active mind. You could come up with more ideas, express yourself, and share. So similar to Taurus. Um, whose mental activity is being stimulated since it's going through a mental house, Pisces, you as well. Sagittarius, um, the sixth house is a Mercury-ruled house as well. It's ruled by Virgo. Um, So your mental could be stimulated, Sagittarius, but more in a kind of nitpicky, precise, detail-oriented way. So Sag, while Mercury is in, Taurus, you could focus more on the little things, have an eye for details, and get work done. I'm definitely going to jump to New Moon and Aries after this because I see we're coming up to about having 30 minutes left. So. Um, if you would like to um, get at me, I likely won't be picking up the line again, but once again, episode information, one-click email access to Mama Dada. I am still taking orders for the March 2016 Eclipse packages, simply because guess what? Six months to a year is a long time, and it ain't never too late to get on track for that. So if you want the reports only, you have the option to do that. If you want the reports along with a thirty minute consult or a one hour consult, you have the option to do that as well. Set yourself up knowledgeably so consciously so for your next six months to a year, so you can max out so six months from now, when you're looking back on the full moon on the new moon, six months from now when it's the full moon in Pisces and you're looking back on the new moon in Pisces here in March and you can say to yourself god dog i show hooked myself up i did that i maxed out and i built consciously the future that i wanted to be living in 6 months from now 6 months ago okay so that's still available uh, right above that option is the astro love gifts if you just want to show your love and just send a little something to say mama dada stick around we appreciate you come back <laughs> next week <laughs> Then that's available as well I love y'all and it's my divine pleasure To be here to serve Um, Sagittarius, you gotta Offer the details and getting work done Get it done while uh, Mercury is in Taurus before Mercury goes Retrograde and definitely before Mars goes retrograde Libra um, You're experiencing Mercury uh, In Taurus through your 8th house You can definitely focus more on serious Matters Libra, you can do The research and investigate Or you can obsess over something, okay Cancer, um, for you, Mercury and Taurus Is going to mean you can come up with new ideas That are different and unconventional We're talking 11th house here You can think about ways to step outside of your comfort zone And you can do your best thinking in a group or with friends For Gemini, of course, um, Taurus is right before your sign. And so with Mercury being there, you can keep more of your ideas and opinions to yourself, wanting to work on your plans without anyone bothering you, okay, Gemini, and feeling you come up with your best ideas when you are alone. And lastly, Aries, um, Mercury going through Taurus, the sign right after yours, means that your mental energy can actually go ahead and slow down, okay? The epitome of Mercury and Taurus going through the Taurus house, the second house, okay, Aries? And so although, you know, Venus just will have entered your sign and the sun's been in your sign and you're feeling yourself and you're feeling good and you're being all beautified by Venus, softened um, Mercury going through your second house, may slow your mental energy down okay as you want to take time with your decisions okay but once you do decide since it's a fixed energy that means you can stick with it no matter what be unyielding unbudging so that's that's going to be why you want to take your time with decisions because you ain't gonna budge once you do So uh, second house is also a money house, Aries, so you can also focus on your budget, your personal finances, and your financial plans. I'm going to give y'all this information real quick on the moon entering Aries here right after Mercury moves into Taurus. uh, The moon enters Aries Wednesday rising, early rising, April the 6th at 1.46 a.m. Central Standard Time. I'm setting y'all up for this new moon in Aries energy so I can set y'all up or whatever you want to initiate Like Melvin over the next two weeks That you want to get done in two weeks When we get at a full moon Don't you want to have manifested Or culminated uh, your job Your dream job Don't you want to have manifested And culminated whatever your particular Short-term goals are I'm giving I'm, I'm hooking you up now The new moon in Aries it denotes the sun being in Aries and the moon being in Aries. And I'm telling you all right now, when early Wednesday rising, when you wake up Wednesday, you can go ahead and be getting into this energy that is going to be exact the very next day, Thursday the 7th at the new moon, okay? You got a day to prepare your mind, get your mind right. So the moon in Aries um, is really edgy. Once again, I always say if you've got to be dynamic, if you do have a, uh, if you set you up a, um interview next week, Melvin, you're going to be dynamic because the moon in Aries says so. You're going to be emotionally satisfied to be your dynamic self on a job interview, on a date. Come on. Um, it's a real edgy energy, okay? You're, we're restless to start something Okay, it's a good time for first It's a good time for first, y'all Whatever you want to initiate and start This is the new moon to do it It's the first new moon in the new zodiac season we setting off the next 12 months with this new moon So pick, pick choose wisely And choose highly, as highly as you can now Aries ain't ain't scared, okay? Aries is all about being courageous. Aries is all about being brave. Aries is ready to go. So, whatever you fear you feeling, just face it. Can't no, <laughs> you ain't studying getting evicted because you brave and courageous and fearless enough to go get your job. Make an arrangement with the landlord and say you gonna get your money on this date when I first get paid. Okay, so that's adding to the energy, Melvin. You you're right where you're supposed to be, brother. I'm so glad you called in today. Um, when the moon is in Aries, we ain't trying to be in no comfort zone. Whatever <laughs> we we're the we're so ready that we are fearless to step into these uh, new territories that we've never stepped into before. That's why I say uh, uh, Melvin, since it's going through, you know, your eighth house and, and this new moon specifically wants you to expand your mind, think outside the box. It may not be the line of work you've no, you worked in before. And, and with this Aries energy, you don't even care. You're ready for whatever. That's the moon in Aries for all of us It's that same energy The Aries starts off the spring season Spring into what? Spring into the new Spring into the new season Spring into the new year Zodiac year So there's a momentum to this energy There's a thrust to this energy there's like it's like this lusty look in a young lover's eyes, like you just ready, like oh we ready, let's go, <laughs> okay. So keep it simple now, keep it simple. Um, the uh, it, it it also this energy fosters a desire to keep things simple, um, but it's a doing energy. It's ruled Aries is ruled by Mars. We're not talking about what we're gonna do next week and how we're gonna set this up tomorrow. Aries ain't waiting on nothing, and they ain't waiting on nobody, okay? So that's why I say you might not be sleeping all that much, not because you're worried, not because you're riddled with anxiety or fear, because Aries is fearless, but you may just, (laughs) you're not going to stop. Until you, until two weeks from now At the full moon You know what I mean And if it hasn't manifested by then You're not going to stop until six months from now On the long term Because you're going to do uh, Aries, Mars want to move Move it You may you you. I, I don't want to keep Harping on, on the, the moving Things specifically Because you, you sound like You want to stay where you're at But I do want to put out there that getting out of your comfort zone and Mars and Aries wanting to move around, not necessarily move out, but move around and take on a challenge um, and and, and be brave and courageous and fearless um, and physical. It wants to be physical. If you find yourself getting frustrated, um, I want you to do something physical, you know, go go for a run, uh, you know. Punch a pillow. Do what you got to do. Don't hurt anybody, please. (laughs) Um, But that'll satisfy us while the moon is in Aries. It'll satisfy us to attack something head on. We're not waiting when the moon is in Aries. We're not waiting here over the next two weeks, the next six months. The moon in Aries brings out the fight in all of us. We're not laying down, taking nothing, Sometimes we need to be provoked Huh Into changing There's a fight energy surrounding this If somebody provokes you As opposed to fighting them Let it provoke you to change Okay Because it may just be for the better Sometimes you need to get into it With somebody So some things can come out And we can attack some things Head on Okay Um Uh, Quick, short activities are favored, okay, Uh, when the moon is in Aries. Rather than doing something really tedious, uh, doing something you can get in and get out and get some quick results on, okay? Mars is more the sprint than the uh, marathon, okay? There's a sense of urgency once again. Um, uh, You can encourage yourself under the Aries moon. It's not a weak, punk-ass energy. It's not lying down, taking nothing. They, Aries ain't taking no shorts. So if you must, encourage yourself. Talk crazy to yourself if you have to. Uh-uh, you're not going to bed. Get up. It's the most stuff you can do to make, make sure that by within the next two weeks that you're manifesting your dreams as reality. No. Turn that TV off. Are you crazy? What you got time to sit up and watch when you got dreams to manifest and materialize? Encourage yourself. It's a fighting energy, right? Fight your lower self. Fight your lower nature that want to be in the comfort zone. Anything within you while the moon is in Aries that want to be comfortable is of your lower nature. Trust me, because the Aries moon ain't having none of that. So do some soul searching if you have to. Talk crazy to yourself if you have to. And know that anything is possible. That's the innocence of Aries, being that first innocent, I said immature earlier in the show, but more innocent. It's the baby of the zodiac, the very first sign. And it really believes it can do damn anything. So dream big and soul search for what you really want to do. Maybe stuff not popping off because you're not dreaming big enough. you in comfort zone mode, what you've been doing, what you're used to doing. You're more dynamic than that, especially under an Aries moon, especially since that energy is going to linger for at least a couple of weeks up to six months. We can be dynamic. We can be dynamically us. Sun and Aries, this hooks up with this moon, and Aries says we can express our true selves I, I, authentically our true identity, who we really are. Not who we are so other people can be happy with us. Not who we are so other people look on us like, oh, aren't they doing this, that, and third that they've always done that we expect them to do? No. We are doing what we came here to do, fearlessly, ain't asking nobody's permission, because it's what we have to do. We must do it. And that's why it's restless, because it ain't going to stop till it gets done. So... I don't want to go too much further because I got to give y'all y'all's horoscopes. I got to give y'all a context to put this courageous, fearless, ain't no pump, ready to fight, ready to work, ready to pop off, ready to get it started, ready to encourage ourselves toward our highest heights. We're we setting up the entire year here with this new moon. Who do you want to be for the next 12 months? Come what may. Kick me out. Let's go. Because I'm still fearless, don't care. And I can go from the gutter most to the daggum uttermost. Try me. You just said me somebody want to fight. They just putting you in a position to prove yourself to you, not to anybody else. All right. I'm going to skip. The sun and Aries squaring Pluto and Capricorn. I will touch on that here uh, briefly when I set up this new moon, but I was going to go extensively into it and give horoscopes specifically for that aspect. Um, <clears throat> let's get into this new moon. Thursday, April 7th, 624 a.m. Central Standard Time, 18 degrees Aries and four minutes. So that's the second beacon of Aries And this particular, I've gotten a lot of this information from the astrology king, shout out to them Um, This particular new moon astrology is really centered on Uranus, the planet of change and excitement That's why I say you're right where you're supposed to be Because your change is here and so, um, the new moon does align with Uranus, the planet of sudden and unexpected events come on the the planet of breakthroughs come on and breaking out to create a link to the past and the future. The past is represented by the chaos and upheaval of the Uranus Pluto square we've been experiencing it is now in a separating effect, so it's waning or kind of. A Passing influence And we're going into The future Bringing more orderly And structured change Due to Saturn trine Uranus So we're not, no longer dealing with Pluto squaring Uranus We are but in a separating effect But in a an approaching Or an applying effect We're dealing with Uranus trining Saturn So that's bringing structure It's bringing order to the chaos Okay So this represents a change still, yes, because we're still talking about Uranus, the the switching stuff up, the lightning speed changes and sudden unexpected events. Um, So it's still representing change or transition from radical change with Pluto square Uranus to a more ordered change with Uranus trying Saturn. So changes now and in the months ahead will be of a more permanent nature than before But less extreme, less extreme changes So that ought to comfort somebody out there That it shouldn't be as extreme as it it has been But it should be more fixed, permanent, structured and orderly Thanks to Saturn This reflects the changing influence on Uranus From a hard Pluto aspect to a soft Saturn aspect It is a trine after all Other features of this new moon uh, Indicate Caution is needed when Dealing with this transitioning Change especially If the change Involves your love or Finances work okay Change Excitement and higher Awareness are the major themes of this new moon There are two other aspects To the new moon that are important The trine to Saturn and the square to Pluto Um, Okay that's kind of saying the same thing Let's keep it moving Oh my god y'all My page just totally flipped Bear with me we're going to get there Trust me I'm taking y'all all all the way Before this show wraps up I'm skipping everything else To make sure y'all get this Okay the sun is going to be conjuncting Uranus. That sun in Aries is going to be conjunct Uranus. And so once again, we're talking about a time of excitement, unexpected change, freedom and rebellion. A strong urge will be feeling to break free from routine and our comfort zone, doing something totally different from your normal activities. It's funny how I say this stuff before I read it. And so to avoid restlessness and nervous tension, It is better to be active, I just said that, and look to do something out of the ordinary rather than wait for change to happen to you because the change that you wait to happen to you is likely not going to be the change you want. But the change you get up out of your comfort zone and make sure you do and make sure happens within this next two weeks is going to be the change you ready for. Now, Sun Squaring Pluto... Is increasing our need to be in control, but can also lead, watch out now, especially when you're dealing with people in authority, people you want or need something from, uh, the ego conflicts with other powerful people or authority figures. A crisis or conflict with someone makes for an intense experience, which can lead to extreme or destructive behavior. Check your egos, okay, especially if you're trying to get somewhere. Such challenges can force you into a corner Where you have to either defend your position Or make a major change Okay Now, I've talked about Sun conjunct Uranus I've talked about Sun square Pluto I've talked about Sun trine Saturn But just to remind y'all from earlier in the show When I went in depth on it Sun trine Saturn is the energy that's bringing the achievement The recognition for previous effort I mean, come on! You've so what, what's going to trip you out, Melvin? Especially as you're gearing up this energy now that I'm telling you, and you know what's already working in your favor—not just you specifically, but for everybody. Though, and for those who have conscious awareness to tap into it, all the more. Things that you may have done before, maybe the lady takes another look at the thing, and you know, because they hadn't hired anybody yet, and says, "You know what? This brother right here, he's been persistent, he's been consistent, he's you know shown an eagerness and a willingness. Things past efforts that you've put in may come back to bring you the achievement and the recognition that you desire." So don't, don't not do initiate new things, but know that. Saturn, that karma could still be working in your favor, and and all these new initiatives are just giving you the momentum and the speed, the energy surrounding it to know, know that when it comes, you deserve it, you did that, okay? Sun shining Saturn means that we're all going to be focused on achieving our long-term goals um, But we're also going to be well-balanced And it means that other areas of our life do not need to suffer from our strong Because of our strong work ethic and determination You don't have to worry about getting kicked out Come on, put out Because you know you put in that work And that you've been determined to make it work You've not taken no shorts you're not waiting on no change. you're making the change. And so it's easier to reach our goals now because of mutual respect and understanding. The steadying influence of Sun and Saturn will dominate over the manipulative sun-square Pluto aspect. Because Uranus Square Pluto is waning, like I said, with the last exact square occurring over a year ago, and Sun Trine Saturn Sun Trine Uranus. I apologize, Saturn Trine Uranus still has two of ex, of three exact aspects to go this year. Now, Saturn is retrograde, so this Saturn that's playing a prominent part in this new moon um, is going to have a major focus on addressing some previous or current disappointments involving your love life or financial situation, okay? This is being highlighted and addressed, so this is your new moon, Melvin. The new moon astrology chart above shows two other aspects that emphasize why extra care Is needed during this moon phase. Like I said, with the uh, sun, this tomorrow, watch out for tomorrow's energies, Melvin, and how you feel um, and what's going on with you because I think it'll be a preview of the coming attractions of the new moon once again to experience the sun in Aries with this Saturnian influence. And tomorrow is the sun in Aries squaring. The moon in Capricorn Which is ruled by Saturn And so um, It's buffering That your Aries energy That just is ready for anything Ready to pop off Don't care about which direction to go Just want to go And so that sets you up for the new moon That it's not about just wilding out But it's about being careful Also Not overthinking it But just one foot in front of the other Taking your time, Saturn, Capricorn, that goat don't get up that mountain fast, but it gets to the top, <laughs> one foot in front of the other. Okay, so that's the Saturnian influence that um, is going to be on the new moon as well. Jupiter square Saturn is an influence that is um, highly associated with this new moon as well. And Jupiter square Saturn is simply creating inner tension, come on, as we face criticism. Or limiting circumstances I know you feeling like you could be out on the street tomorrow Well, that's Jupiter Square Saturn there Creating some inner tension um, As we face potentially limiting circumstances in our lives We may experience financial hardship In which case we must limit spending on luxury items Or entertainment It's not the end of the world Just scale back A relationship on rocky grounds may lead to a separation or major shake-up. That's okay, too. Sometimes our relationships need to get shook up like a whole bunch of other stuff. And events may force us to reassess previously held strong beliefs Mars square Neptune is also another influence to consider at this new moon Which can bring discouragement, weakness, and feelings of inadequacy If you're feeling that, it's normal That's the energy within the sky right now Which reflects what's going on inside of us right now Self-deception and being deceived by others are more likely now This is not the time to be taking risks or chasing rainbows. Chase what you know, okay? Your desire for all things fanciful does not match up with reality at this time. Your expectations in your career and sex life might be out of touch with reality, so just check that. It's just a a warning to check it. Um, I've already given the Virgo Horoscope, let me get through these Others before the time runs out on me I want y'all to have a heads up, I got about Eight minutes to do it Aries, this is a new moon In your sign, and this is usually A good time to get something started That you can work on for the next year This is the only New moon uh for 2016 in your sign so you definitely want to take advantage of the good energy you'll have especially before the retrogrades begin starting with your ruler Mars right You may get things going early, but experience a stalling of developments, a block or a reversal that you have to deal with, but keep moving through any challenges that may arise. Specifically, my Deacon 2 Aries born March 31st to April 9th, the new moon is going to extend and enhance your birthday transit. It reinforces the changing conditions, Uranus is involved, or the rate and type of change in your life. Erratic change is being replaced by more orderly and structured change. Cancer You can make Progress with a Goal Get an Opportunity to Achieve a Goal Get recognized For something You've done Reach a new Height with Something or Set a new Goal for Yourself You can Benefit from Being responsible And smart Okay For you Deacon 2 Cancer is Born July 2nd To 12th um, The new Moon on April the 7th Does maintain The pressure Of the sun Squaring your Deacon Until the new moon of may the 6th however the pressure is greatly alleviated by a few excellent and um you know um, favorable transits that are going on in april for you libra you can start a new relationship or partnership commit to something make a compromise or strike a balance You can benefit when you have a peaceful environment, Libra, and can be a good negotiator and mediator. Um, You are dealing with the sun opposite your deacon, and so the new moon does maintain that pressure until the new moon of May the 6th. Capricorn, you can start a new home improvement project, move, buy, or sell real estate or support a loved one with a new opportunity they're dealing with. You can feel more positive and have an easier time dealing with your emotions. Deacon 2 Capricorns, born January 1st to 10. Um, you're uh, actually... There's some pressure that's going to be maintained for you until the new moon of May 6th as well, but it's greatly alleviated by the sun and Mercury trining your deacon uh, right now and over the next month. Leo um, For you, the new moon means you can travel, learn something new, go somewhere you haven't been to before, and feel more adventurous and optimistic. You can benefit from being bolder and daring. Open yourself up to new experiences while you can before the retrograde kicks in. Um, The new moon is extending your productive sun transit. Uh, You're dealing with the trine just like Sagittarius until next month. That's great. This is a great time to start new projects, especially those of a lasting nature, given the strong Saturn influence. This may involve career advancement or something to do with real estate, Leo. The best time to start something new is from April 7th through April 22nd, the full moon, okay? Sagittarius, and that was a specific note to my Deacon Tulio born August 3rd to 12th. Sagittarius, you can start. I won't even do any more Deacon ones because I'm running out of time, so I'll just do the general ones if you want specific information about not only your Deacon but your particular time of birth. Um, hit me up. Um, there's a link in the information. Sagittarius, you can start a new creative project, take up a new hobby, or feel more connected to your inner child. If you have a child, they can be in the spotlight. If you're single, Sag, you can be more flirty and attract more attention. If you're attached, you can plan for some romantic time with your partner. Taurus, this can be a good time. Oh my God. My little notes, y'all, it just skips all around. I apologize. If I don't get to your sign, just contact me. It's so easy and I will hook you up. Taurus, this can be a good time to do something in the background or behind the scenes, to work on your plans on your own and without interference, and to listen to what your intuition is telling you to do. You can find your gut instinct comes in handy, Taurus. You can also work on clearing out things from your life you no longer need and are ready to let go of Gemini. You can get an opportunity to pursue a dream, focus on your future, and you can benefit from a friendship or connection. You can meet lots of new people and are open to people that are different. You can benefit from embracing original ideas, being independent, and stepping outside of your comfort zone. Virgo, you, uh, we already hooked you up, Virgo, the research, being serious, transforming yourself or something else. Scorpio, you can start a new work project, get a new work opportunity. Benefit from being organized and paying close attention or focus on finding opportunities in the little things. Uh, Detail-orientedness, Scorpio. It can also be good for focusing on positive changes you can make to your lifestyle to improve your health and better manage stress. Aquarius, you can start lots of smaller projects, come up with new ideas, pursue a new idea, express yourself and share openly. You can keep busy and it can be a good time to connect with people in your daily life. And lastly, Pisces, you can... Money-making venture Make a hobby profitable And can benefit from being calm Grounded and focused You, Pisces, can keep yourself From getting overly emotional Or from being impulsive Um, We do have a void moon Thursday right after the new moon So get it in, y'all When the moon goes into Aries on Wednesday Start getting it in Because by Thursday, 9.56 a.m. Central Standard Time The moon goes Hours it goes void And so you sure don't want to be Initiating a thing in a Void moon and expect anything to come Out of it the moon's not going to enter Taurus until Friday early Rising one ten a.m. central Standard time and so there will Be a new opportunity there to do something That you want to really stick But then um, right there um, on Saturday April the 9th four forty nine a.m. Central standard time the moon goes Void again for 20 hours So this is a key week with some really key times to get some stuff done that's going to set up our new years ahead, this whole new next 12 months. It's about to cut off on me. I love y'all. Stay connected to My Astrology Coach. We will be back here next week. I love y'all. Peace. Get at me. Fuck with me. (laughs) Ache.